and welcome back to Premier League Predictions, the show which does what it says on the tin. We're here for game week eight of the 23-24 Premier League season to provide our predictions and offer some insight into this weekend's action. Harry, good season so far. Are you excited for this weekend? I mean, it has been a great season. We've seen a lot. We've seen some thrashings. We've seen some really close games. We've seen some controversial games <laughs> last weekend. Hope this weekend we can avoid a bit of drama and just have 10 really good games of football. Hopefully so. With that said, shall we get right into it then? The Saturday morning kickoff, the 12.30, is Luton Town versus Tottenham Hotspur. Luton, first win of the season last weekend. They beat Everton 2-1, but in the week they lost 2-1 to Burnley in a game they possibly should have been winning if they want to stay in the league. Tottenham, one of the most exciting sides in the league this season. Last weekend they won against Liverpool quite in quite controversial fashion. And they're showing themselves to be potentially the closest team we have to Man City this season. So, is this going to be a routine win for the away side or could Luton Town put up a bit of a fight? I think Tottenham should easily take the three points here. I think they will make it look really easy. I'll go 3-0 Tottenham. Don't think it'll be a cricket score, but a very convincing performance with goals from Son, Madison and Destiny Udogi. Fair enough. That seems reasonable when you backing all the players there that everybody has in their FPL teams. I think it'll be a little less convincing. I'll go 2-0 Tottenham. Still a convincing victory. I don't think they'll have too many challenges, but I do think it'll take them a while to break Luton down. I will say goals from Dejan Kudasevsky and Richarlison. Just to be a little bit different. Yeah. Not the usual goal scorers and cause FPL players who've just brought in Madison and Son yeah. a little bit of pain. Up next, the first of the three o'clock kickoffs takes us to Turf Moor, where Burnley play host to Chelsea. Burnley, their first win of the season, coming against Luton Town on Tuesday night. Chelsea got what felt like their first win in their two, uh, two one win, two 0 win, sorry, over Fulham on Monday. So Chelsea, perhaps having an upturn in form. Burnley, finally claiming some points or claiming a win. So both riding high. Who do you think will be coming into this game with more confidence? I think Chelsea, it was a big win against Fulham and big goals for Madrid to finally score and for Breuer to come back from a 10-month injury and hit the ground running. I think they'll want to push on from that and get another win here against Burnley. And But this time I'll go with goals. Right? Nicholas Jackson will probably come back into the 11 now he's cleared his suspension. And then the second goal will be through Conor Gallagher. Fair enough. Definitely see it. You've gone 2-0 in this game. I'll go 3-0 Chelsea. A little bit more convincing. I will say goals from... Oh, I'm, I'm spoilt for choice at the moment. <laughs> the Chelsea goal scorers. I'll say Nick Jackson will get one. Obviously, we expect him to return after his suspension, as you say. I think it will then be... No, I'll say Enzo Fernandez doesn't often yeah. find himself on this goal scoring sheet and actually hasn't scored for Chelsea yet. But I think he'll get a goal here. And then I will go for Thiago Silva from a corner to round off a 3-0 win. Up next, it is a relegation scrap of sorts. Everton play host to Bournemouth. The Toffees, they've, uh, they've come unstuck a few times this season, most recently against Luton Town on Saturday. A, a, win, a game they really should have been winning turned out to be a disappointing loss, but they were playing well before then. Obviously beating Sheffield United, wasn't it? I think in quite, yeah, Brent, Brent, Brent Brent quite convincing. I don't know why I always think that Sheffield United. Quite convincing fashion there. And and they've looked all right recently. Obviously, new signing Beto looks to have bedded in well. Hasn't yet got a goal in the Premier League, but maybe this is the game to do it. And Bournemouth, well, despite the fact bringing in new coach Anthony Iraola, they've failed to claim a victory so far, despite looking quite decent in a lot of their games. So, 
Everton have been many favourites to go down, but looked all right. Bournemouth, most people thought they'd stay up, yet they look in a bit of trouble. What do you think will happen this weekend? Both sides need a win. They need a big win here. I think home advantage could play it for Everton, but I think Bournemouth should have enough quality and probably the better side tactically. I'll go 1-0 though. 1-0 okay. to the Cherries and it will be a solo goal from Dom Solanke. Yeah, I mean, you are loving the away wins and the away clean sheets today, but I'm going to buck that trend because I'm going to go for a 2-0 Everton win. I think they've looked very impressive in recent weeks if you put aside that Luton Town game. So I think they'll get back to winning ways here. Bournemouth, they've really failed to impress me so far, which is a shame because I rate Iriola really highly. So disappointing with their start to the season. Potentially this is a chance to get going. I don't think it will be, though. I think Everton will win. And I'll say goals from new signing Beto and Arnout Danjuma. Potentially they're only two goal threats. Now, if you thought that game was an unexciting one, wait to see our next one. It's Fulham versus Sheffield United. Think if you had to describe to me what could be the most boring game of football you see in your life, it would potentially be that. I'll tell you what, Sunday's fixtures look really good. Saturday (laughs) is going to be dull. It's going to be dry. I mean, unless Luton pull up an upset, it could could be for a boring Saturday. But... Yeah, Fulham, a difficult start to the campaign so far. They look pretty woeful. That Now they don't have Mitrovic in attack. They don't seem to have an exit ball when they pump it long. And they don't really seem to have anyone that can score a goal. And they concede way too many shots. Leonard's made a lot of saves, but they concede way too many shots. However, if there's any team you don't need to worry about that with, it's Sheffield United. So potentially this will be Fulham's chance to get their season back on track. Sheffield United, well, you think they'll be doing better with players like Gus Hamer and... Uh, Cameron Archer, but they've not really been able to find the net with any sort of consistency. Could this game be the time they turn that around? Well, Harry, what are your thoughts heading into this one? Oh, this drips and drabs are by both sides. They need as many points as they can get. I th- I just don't see Fulham getting anything from any football game they play at the moment. But Sheffield They look fairly poor against the Chelsea side, who yeah. haven't shown a lot recently. Sheffield also look poor. So yeah. I'm going to go 1 0 Sheffield United, but I think it'll be an own goal from Tim Ream. Fair enough. I could I can see it. I can see he's gonna, it. Across the ground spot, he's gonna slide in to try and to get knock it knock it out of play and he's gonna knock it past his own goalkeeper and that'll be it. Yeah, this has the last game of the night on match of the day written all over yeah. it and I think it'll be a game befitting of that. Fulham won, Sheffield United won. Nobody will really take much notice unless they've got Gus Hamer in their fantasy team because I think he'll get a goal. As for Fulham, I think they'll equalise late on through Andres Pereira and it'll be Fulham 1, Sheffield United 1. Up next, the final of our three o'clock kickoffs, and it's Manchester United versus Brentford. Two sides have been very, very poor and very, very performing under standards of what you'd expect so far. Manchester United have looked horrendous by all accounts and their most recent match coming in the Champions League a 3-2 loss to Galatasaray which uh, was a shock and then Brentford well I mean they got thrashed by Everton a couple weeks back what even happened to them last weekend oh they drew with Nottingham Forest just not good enough really and despite the fact United looked poor recently they could be handed a life on here by the fact that Brentford have arguably looked worse so how do you see this game going, Harry? Oh, um, I think I can't split either side. As you say, I think they're maybe not been equally as poor, but in terms of form, they're both really struggling right now. I think that will be portrayed in the game. Brentford's had a two-goal lead through Visser and Embuemo, but they're you know United might butt their ideas up second half. Brentford fall asleep a bit, and the game will finish two-two. 
United will get back into the game with goals from... I'll go Fernandez from the penalty spot and Hoyland, because he actually looks like he can score a goal at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, looks like the only one who can. Yeah. I think I think home advantage, or at least Old Trafford, will play a huge, huge part here. I don't know whether that's a positive or negative for Manchester United right now, because they seem to be shit yeah, scared so. of playing at the home stadium. No, sits on the floor. But I do think they'll win here, and I think it will be a, a quite decent 2-1 victory. I think Brentford will score first, and a lot of fans will be going, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Brian and Buemo penalty, I will say. And I think it'll be, I think it'll be given away by Casemiro again. And then I think it will be Manchester United goals through Rasmus Hoylun and Facundo Pellistri off the bench. And I think he'll get a goal off the bench and, uh, well, win the hearts of a lot of our Manchester United fans. Okay. Up next then, the final game, the 5.30 kickoff. This should be a real good one. It's Crystal Palace versus Nottingham Forest. Wow. I'm pumped, I bet you oh, are. I can't wait. Exactly. Crystal Palace and Hodgson Ball, well, they took down Man United last time out. I don't really know what to expect from them this time out. I mean, they're at home. Potentially they'll be playing beautiful football again. Yeah. Potentially they'll steamroll Forest. Forest, they were lacklustre against a pretty meh Brentford side, bailed out by a Nico Dominguez goal on his home debut, I believe it was. Yeah. So they got a point there. Could they get any more than a point here? What do you think? I think no. Um, I, 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 <laughs> Short and sweet. I'm going to go nil-nil. Oh. I don't see any goals. I think Wacky Manson will get sent off and that'll be about it. Fair enough, yeah. Nothing is good. I think he'll get sent off about the 70th minute. Fans will be all over him, not break him down. Wacky man's going to get sent off for something silly. Yeah. Um, maybe two yellows, maybe a draw on goal chance. And then they'll have pass with a back against the wall for 20 minutes, but nothing's going to happen. Nil nil. Yeah, I mean, as a Matt Turner owner in FPL, really can't decide how many Forrest are going to score. They're obviously not going to concede. I will say. Palace are really good recently. More like they're going to win. I'm going rogue for this prediction, though. I will go Palace nil, Nottingham Forest one, and it'll be a goal through Willy Bolly. Why yeah. not? I think yeah. he's still there. I think he'll he score is. from a hot corner. I think it'll be a decent header and a one 0 win for Nottingham Forest. No basis for that. Palace fans, feel free to shout me in the comments. You would be yeah. right to do so, but I'm backing an away win for no reason. On to the Sunday then. Our first game comes courtesy of the Amex Stadium. It's Brighton playing host to Liverpool. This game has often thrown up a little bit of a curveball, especially when it's been played with no, no television cameras watching it. And this is a, a game similar to all of those. We can't watch it, I don't believe. Brighton, Liverpool, I mean, recently it's been like 3 all whenever they've played, so hopefully we get more of yeah. that. Brighton in recent weeks have either been the greatest football team you've ever watched or the worst football team you've ever watched. Last time out, they lost 6-1 to Aston Villa. Why? Nobody knows. Before that, they probably won. I don't. I just don't know what to think of Brighton. Yeah, exactly. So what is going on with Brighton right now? Who knows? Liverpool, on the other hand, last time out, well, I'm sure we're all familiar with what happened in the Tottenham match. We don't know at the time of recording how they got on in Europe yet, but if we're going to hedge our bets, they won. It was Union St. Gilwell. Yeah. They should have won. So they should be coming in at least off that win. Do you think Brighton's confidence will be short or will they bounce back it's in a similar fashion to how they season. did earlier? It's been so crazy. I'm going to chuck out a random score on the whim. Do you know what? 
It's going to happen. I'm going 3 three one Brighton. Okay. I, I love it. It's going to be unexplainable, but I think Liverpool will take the lead through Mo Salah, and then something's going to happen to Brighton, and they'll respond with goals from Mitama, Ferguson, and Billy Gilmore. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping we keep that same level of craziness that we've yeah. seen from those three o'clock kickoffs in Brighton Liverpool. Obviously, this one we can watch this time, so hopefully it's a good yeah. game. I think it will be Brighton three, Liverpool four. Why yeah. not? Love it. Love it. I will go for Brighton will open the scoring through Coaro and meet him up because loads of people are taking taking him out of their FPL teams. Yeah. A lot of them have brought in Luis Diaz. Some of them haven't though, and I think Diaz yeah. will then level it up. Then Salah will score at the second. Then Brighton will hit back through Evan Ferguson. And then they'll take the advantage through Joel Veltman before Liverpool will pounce back with a Darwin Nunez equaliser and then a late winner from Mohamed Salah will round off a 4-3 game and everyone will be absolutely confused as to what on earth they've just watched. Crazy. And then they'll all go and have a little lie down before Arsenal oh, Manchester yeah. City. Up next, we have the same time. It's not the same place, though. This one's in London and it's West Ham hosting Newcastle. Both sides playing in Europe in the week. That is why it's, playing, why it's being played on the Sunday. West Ham, we haven't seen yet, but... No. I have no idea whether they would have beaten Freiburg or not. That game kicks off in just under an hour at the time of recording. Yeah. But, yeah, they probably should have won that. It should be coming off a confidence high. However, don't think that could top Newcastle's confidence high no. after they tore apart PSG. So, will the travelling Geordies get another big victory or will West Ham win? What do you think? I'm hot on the Newcastle steam train at the moment. They're yeah, bandwagon. I don't... Their morale is going to be... Sky high, West Ham. West Ham, they're all right. They're not really good at football. No, but they boring. do have James Ward. That won't be enough to stop Newcastle though. Three 0 to the tune with goals from Almiron, Gordon. Oh my God, suspended. So it won't be Gordon. It'll be Almiron. He has very bad. It'll be Almiron, Isak, and Lascelles because he's playing out his skin at the moment. Yeah, he, yeah. He, 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 since he's come in, they're beating City and beating PSG. How has he taken it? Header, half volley from the edge of the box into the top corner. Off his crotch on the line. Got it, yeah. Let's <laughs> just... <laughs> like, he, like, he moves his spine towards the ball. Right. Brings a whole new meaning to be yeah. thrust at home. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think Newcastle won as well. I will go West Ham nil, Newcastle won. I think it will be a goal from Kieran Trippier. Free kick. Because yeah. a lot of people are ahhing about having him in the FPL team. I'm not putting him in, despite the fact I'm wildcarding. Therefore, he's going to bend one in the top corner, and then I'll cry. Yeah. West Ham nil, Newcastle 1. Up next, we've got a bit of a West Midlands derby. Exciting times. It's yeah. Wolves versus Aston Villa. Again, this is a game which often provides a little bit of drama, a little bit of controversy, and a lot of action. So hopefully it does so this time. Wolves are really boring. They don't tend to win many games. Rubbish. In fact, I don't know who, whether they've played any matches. I've got no recollection of Wolves even being involved in this season. Beat City last They, they did do that. So maybe they're going to win everything. I've completely forgot they, they did are, that. They are still really bad at football. They beat yeah. Man City. doesn't matter. They're right. They lost to Ipswich Town and they went to beat City. Make How can sense. anyone explain that? So... I have no idea what's going to happen here. Maybe Wolves win, maybe they won't. Who knows? Aston Villa, on the other hand, also unpredictable. Lost Some it. weeks, Lost they're getting battered by Legia. 
Others, they're beating arguably the best team in the league this season, 6-1. So, the probably is unpredictable. What random numbers are you going to throw out here, Harry? I'm going to throw out a 0 and a 2. It would be 2-0 oh. to Aston Villa. 20? 20, <laughs> 20 nil, yeah. Um, no, I think it won't be as great as last weekend, but... So they're, they're playing year at Wolves, wouldn't also They won't be at quite the races early on, but I think it'll be two late goals from Jacob Ramsey and Ollie Watkins. Is he fit, Ramsey? Back yes. from injury? Yeah. Nice. Uh, he scored last weekend um, ah. in the 6-1 win. I think he'll carry that on. And obviously, Ollie Watkins got his hat-trick, second hat-trick this season already. I think yeah. he will score the, the second. See, as I say, I'm using my wild card. I've just brought in Ollie Watkins, so obviously he's going to get a red card and an own goal, and Wolves are going to win 2 1. Okay. Because FPL hates me. So I think Villa will open the scoring, and that will be through Musa Diaby. And he then, is. oh, is he? Yeah. He's got a little flag on FPL. Henry no, said. 100% out. Yeah. Oh, that's going. Well, it won't be Musa Diaby then because he's injured. I was just joking. It will instead be. Oh, no. I don't know if Sat knows injured for the Europe game. Oh, so we know nothing. Yeah, but if he's injured for the Thursday game, okay. he's probably fit for the Sunday. Uh, it's obviously going to be his understudy, Esri Konza, then. And <laughs> very similar positions. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. He'll open the score, Esri Konza, and then Wolves will hit back with goals from... I was about to say Matthias Nunez. He's not even there anymore. I will go for... Who plays for Wolves? Wangy Chan. He does play forwards. I don't want to back Wang, though. Who's, is it Gomez, the middle fielder, who's quite decent? I don't know. I'm going to go Gomez. I hope that's someone who plays for Wolves. Who does play for I'm Wolves? I'm completely blanked. Nelson's the Mado as well. If he's still there. He's definitely not. Kladzic. <laughs> Craig Dawson, header. There we does go. Does he still play for Wolves? I think if he still plays football, he definitely who, still plays for Wolves. Wolves fans, tell us who plays for you. Oh, no, actually, right. Change my just mind. I'll go John Regner uh, Bellegarde, first goal for the yeah. club, and then I will go for Sasa Kaledzic. There we go, yeah. showing some Wolves I'll knowledge. I think I'm going to look at the Wolves team. Look at all the I players. honestly cannot name any many many players on my head. Yeah, fair enough. And then the final game of the weekend, we're not predicting here. I know I can hear the collective boost, but hang on, what's that? We're live this weekend. Look at that. The reaction is immense. Arsenal versus Why Manchester City. <laughs> Arsenal versus Manchester City is going to be a brilliant match, we hope. Man City without Rodri. Could Arsenal take advantage of that? Who knows? Will Saka be I fit? Mean, Who knows? Probably the medical team, but we don't. They've lost, they've lost the Newcastle and Wolves now. Yep. But Arsenal did lose to Lens. And got Saka. Maybe they'll both lose. But that should be good. We'll be live from Core Pass 4 on Sunday. And if in the meantime, if you're looking for something to watch, well, we're live this weekend for two WSL fixtures. So if that takes your interest, then live tonight, the time this goes out, for Arsenal versus Manchester United. Should be a big clash in the WSL. And then we're live on Sunday morning for Chelsea versus Man City, the two teams right at the top of the table last year. You expect them to be up there again. Yeah. A big early clash in the WSL. So... Join us though for those. Should be a great weekend of football. We've got three streams over the three days. Very exciting times. That's everything though for today. Another good episode of Premier League predictions. We will see you next week. We'll be predicting more Premier League action. The podcast is also out if you haven't checked that out already. But that's everything for today. Thank you guys very, very much for watching or listening. And we'll see you next time. See ya.